Welcome to the Make Music Income Podcast with Stephen Bettle of the Production Music Academy and me, Eric Copeland of Make Music Income. In this podcast, we'll talk about our experiences in music licensing as music artists with online channels, our publishing and royalty incomes, and our combined over 40 years experience as music producers for hire. So let's get started with today's episode. You know, I think everyone likes to see what other people are making in music as far as income. They love to see when people release things uh, where they share their data, they share their experience over the past year and, and actually maybe even show you actual numbers. Both Steve and I have done that on our channels this year, uh, showing you what we made uh, to uh, either by percentages or actual dollars sometimes what we made in certain areas. And to be honest, it's one of the reasons I started my channel, just to share my experience. Well, today we will be sharing data from almost 100 replies hmm. of some polls I put out since running uh, these through the first of the year, trying to just find out what music income did you make? Those people who are watching this pod, this podcast on YouTube or listening to this podcast or watch our channels, what did you make? This came from our Discord. This came from uh, asking people on my email list. This came from um, different things. Also people that you asked to, out of your academy to fill it out. We really, it took off yesterday since we did that. And um, so how did you make money where did you make it uh, was it in stock music licensing and if so which libraries was it in sync licensing was mm -hmm. it spotify uh were you f and are what are you going to be focused on for 2023 so we will delve into all of this in this podcast thank you and find out what music income you our audience made in 2022 but first a man who already told us his earnings uh on 2022 uh which you can see on his channel the Production Music Academy, Mr. Stevie B. What are you up to this week, man? Hello, hello. Um, it sounds like my computer got excited there um, <laughs> during your introduction. It really wants to know about this income, I think. <laughs> Ding! <laughs> uh, let me just uh, fix that really quick so that doesn't happen again. There's so many multiple setups you have. I know, what, I know. I keep on? changing things around. You know, you know me. I just can't. I can't get that perfect angle. Uh, just yet, I'm I'm still sort of you know trying to to configure uh, the the studio. It's still a, it's a work in progress. Um, I get a, well, changing it up too from time to time is never bad. Well, that's that, that's it. Yeah, it's it's never bad. Um, Keep on guessing, Stevie. Yeah, <laughs> um, I'm excited to see these results. I have not seen them yet. Uh, yeah, like you said, I posted this uh, survey in the academy um, uh, yesterday, and I think some folks uh, filled it out. So. Um, yeah, this is sure to be uh, an interesting uh, episode for sure. Um, what's new with me? So I'm finishing up a, a project for Artlist Originals while also starting a new one. Uh, that is keeping me busy. Um, I just shared a, a track breakdown actually in the Academy of, uh, of an older Artlist Originals project, which is, um, which is doing really well. I think they featured it on uh, Artlist's front page uh, at some point. Um, and because of that, my Spotify numbers right now are the best that they've they've ever been. I'm at a record high. It's like over 11,000 um, monthly listeners, which you know for me is is fantastic. It always kind of floated around like three to five thousand monthly listeners, and it's just exploded. That's still great. Yeah, so mm -hmm. I'm I'm really excited for the, uh, to see that that the the number of followers on Spotify is growing steadily too. Um, I think I passed 500 followers, which is which is cool. Um, 
And um, yeah, I had uh, my first track approved by Motion Array in like pff, almost three months. I haven't sent them a lot of music uh, just because things have been so crazy. Uh, so it was really nice to to send them uh, some new music and get the ball rolling on that. And uh, speaking of Motion Array, I had um, the opportunity to interview uh, the audio team um, this week, and that is gonna go live on uh, my YouTube channel uh, this coming Wednesday. So uh, I'm really excited cool. about that, and I'm really grateful uh, that they took the you know the time out of their busy schedule to talk to me. It was really cool, and they're very, very sweet people. So Are you gonna um, premiere that video? You really should. I will, I will, yeah, because it's, it's a bit on the longer side. I think I edited it edited it down to like less than 40 minutes, but it was quite a long discussion. There was lots to talk about. So uh, yeah, Premiere is a, is a great idea. Do you um, think we could also put that up as a special episode on this, on the podcast at some point? Absolutely. Okay. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. We yeah. should definitely do that. Um, what else is going on? Uh, this, yeah, I mean, I don't know. This week has been a mixed bag of, uh, you know, dealing with plumbers um, and to other repairmen, trying to, to fix a lot of little things um, that are, are a little off in our new place, but everything's all good. Um, I'm also focusing on, um, yeah, just getting uh, various projects finished, uh, doing Zoom calls, um, uh, late night sessions, start studying marketing, um, and uh, trying to wrap my head around, um, you know, Facebook uh, uh, manager, the uh, ads manager, um, trying to learn about that. Um, and, uh, yeah, tomorrow is gig day. I got a, a Saturday brunch gig, <laughs> which I'm excited about. And, uh, yeah, so I don't really get a full day off, but, uh, yeah, tomorrow I'll probably take it a bit easy after the gig, but uh, it's been a, it's been a busy week, man. Lots going on. What about you? It's kind of similar for me. I am going to take this weekend. My wife is working, so I'm going to take this weekend and, um, really actually it's probably not as much work, although, you, you know, we, do you feel like gigs are work? Some gigs are work. Some gigs are fun. Uh, tomorrow I'll be doing fun things, which is my music and stuff. And I might do a few video tapings this weekend. I feel just like to get gigs are both. Huh? Gigs yeah. are usually, feel, I feel like both to me, like they're fun, but they're, they're also work. Mostly what's been happening with me is uh, at my school, I started a new class this week. Mm -hmm. And so about 11 are new students and uh, we start that goes for the next nine weeks. So I'll be teaching them all over again, all the stuff that I've taught all the other classes. And <laughs> we're it's just in uh, critical listening right now, but within a week we'll be into pro tools and, and, uh, and, and working in that. So okay. that's, uh, it, that takes a little extra brain power when you've got all those new people and you're trying to understand where they're all coming from and, and, and speak to them. But, yeah. uh, in person speaking is way different than making these videos where we don't have to see our audience necessarily, but we hope that they're gleaning something from it. But um, I am also working on a new music video. It's not coming along as fast as I like. Sometimes editing just takes a while and uh, about streaming about why aren't you on Spotify? So that'll be coming out probably end of next week. I would imagine since this will be coming out on Monday, I'll let this streaming video will be coming out a few days later. And it's basically just talking about um, the, the the perks and the reasons why I think everybody who is listening to this channel, whether they are in licensing or they are uh, gigging or whatever, they should also have a presence on streaming. I just think it's it's important and I give my reasons why uh, that it's important. That's important. Um, and then I also, it's sponsored by DistroKid. So I talk about DistroKid a little bit and, and something new by them called DistroVid. And so, uh, and give my experiences working with that. So cool. that's coming up. Uh, I finalized the country album last uh, 
last week. I think I may have talked about that last week with a one final quick song with a vocal that we got in right under the wire and uh, got it mixed and sent to him and he'll remix it. But that country album should be coming out on this library in the next week. And, and then uh, I'll have more 10 or more songs out there to be used in television shows and stuff like that, which nice. is a library that's already been getting me a lot of, um, a lot of placements. And then uh, finalizing this percussion album for a library this weekend. That's what this weekend's all about is making sure all those are ready to go. And then once they give me a thumbs up, then there's a lot more work because I got to do all the stems and everything and get contracts signed. So I think so, I, fe I featured one of those percussion tracks on my last uh, live stream, I, I, I believe. That was fun. <laughs> and then uh, I, I think I talked about this last week. Maybe I started working on my first dramedy cue for oh, cool. a library. And uh, it was for, it's for a brief with one of my libraries. And... Uh, I'm having a ball with it. It's so fun. Uh, really strictly dramedy, not like dramedy hip hop or anything like that, but okay. very orchestral dramedy okay. type of stuff. And I love working with orchestral instruments and especially smaller ensembles. And it's just so much fun. What's your, what's your go-to um, string library for, for this, uh, for that kind of well, stuff? Well, right now it's all on logic because I developed okay. it uh, when I was over at school. And while other students were working on MIDI, I was working on this and, uh, <laughs> And so it was all logic. So now I've got to go. I've got a new bassoon that I got from, I think, 8DO mm -hmm. uh, was where I got that. And, and or, or no, Orchestral Tools is where I got that. And okay. so I'm excited to plug that in instead of Logic Site. It's going to suck if I go in and it's worse than the Logic Sound, but <laughs> I, um, hope I don't think that'll be <laughs> the case. Um, and then, you know, uh, my standard Spitfire stuff, Albion One and, and different Spitfire things, plus... Um, just it just depends on the instrument I, you know there will be things that are just as fine on on logic as they are anywhere else xylophone i actually have a xylophone plug-in so i'll probably use that for that but i don't know yet i haven't got to the transfer from logic uh things but because sometimes logic is really easy to to sketch in as you're composing right. and because all the things are right there you don't have to worry about load on your computer or anything if you can just sketch it out with a quick with logic sure so it's cool yeah. to write that way because then you're you're not constantly looking through sounds you're just going and grabbing an oboe sound and a timpani sound and a, and some uh, pizzicato strings sure yeah uh, so that is exciting uh masterminds have been going well they started a few weeks ago and we've been doing the hello composers mastermind on tuesdays and the make music income masterminds on uh thursday and they are very they're, they're you know four five or six people in in both and uh which is enough you don't with this kind of thing where you are really it's like me and you talking except six of us yeah. and we're sharing just this part sharing what we're into this week is takes this long and so there's that and then listening to stuff and everybody giving their thoughts on everybody's songs and stuff so it's it's very fun cool um and then uh, i have been doing all it's kind of an experiment, but I haven't done anything with stock or even looked at it since the beginning of the year. How does and that feel? <laughs> it's almost freeing. It's a little yeah. like not having to look at taxi briefs every day where you are, you know, because you felt like you should be looking at those briefs if they're coming in. I better be doing something with them. I'm paying for it. Yeah. And stock is the same way. You could look at the stats all day, every day and go, oh, I'm not, I only made, I'm having a good month or I'm having a bad month or, you know. You I, feel I like it's, you're offloading some kind of like, some pressure you know uh, that you're that you may have had internally about like trying to get the you know things done in that realm but now you don't have to worry about it so much especially since this channel and the masterminds and and, and different things going on with this channel and you know what this is like is starting to be 
a third income after my um, my clients and my teaching job, and 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 it's, it eclipses, it doubles, maybe or triples what I'm making in stock. Yeah, you know, and 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 I I it's not that I'll never do it again or or submit anything. I'll write plenty of things. If this Dramedy queue doesn't go through for whatever, I might stick it in in stock. Who knows? But I haven't uploaded anything new uh, since December to any libraries. And I don't know if I will this month or not. So I'm gonna might just take a three month break mm -hmm. and just see how the first quarter goes financially compared to last year and see what the difference is. Just for you know, by uploading nothing, how much did I lose? Mm -hmm. I mean, mm -hmm. it's it's it, that's what stock is for me. But we're gonna see it here in the numbers in a minute. Stock it means something very different to other people, and we'll look at those. And if you're ready, we'll go look at them now. Let's take a look. All right. Uh, we'll do our best, too, for the podcast, if you're listening and not watching, to talk about these numbers rather than just share them on the screen. But yeah. if you can watch this on YouTube, you'll get to see the actual numbers, and you need to make me be able to share. Oh, okay. If you know how to do that so that I can share my screen. Okay. Perfect. So here we are with both of these polls here, and both of them have about 40 responses. They actually had more, but uh, this particular software only allows 40 for free, and ex the pay is an exceedingly expensive. SurveyMonkey, if you're watching, you need a, a, a next level that's not, I can't remember what it was, $49.99 a month or something outstandingly crazy. That's like what that. it is? Wow. Wow. Yeah, it was it was big, and it was way more than. I mean, if it was like twenty five bucks, I may have spent it just for this month. But gee, it was a lot. Yeah. So anyway, uh, but I do appreciate the the way Survey Monkey works, and they're a good. I've used them for years, but um, now that we're getting lots of responses, so the first one is over here and uh, on this side, and I said, how much income did you make from music in twenty twenty two? So in the first survey. Um, I the biggest number, as you can see down here, 25% uh, of the responses said 20K or more, which is a little shocking. What? Really? That many people, and this is 10, but that's only 10 out of 40. So that's one out of four people say they make uh, over 20,000 in this poll. Well, that's, You'll see the other poll great. is different. The other poll, the highest one is 10 to 20K and one to 3K. And, and actually all of these are kind of equal. Uh, with seven out of 40 responses. So, well, and the 20K or more is down much more on this one. These are some encouraging uh, results. Yeah, I, it's it's way better than last year. Last year, yeah. not many people were saying 20K or more when we did a similar kind of poll. I remember, yeah, that's amazing. And uh, now uh, the top answers are in the 20K or more, five, 10, five to 10K, one to 3K, and then there's a pretty the second one, and this this may be from you know your the the academy or our Discord. Some of the last people coming in here, maybe the more reluctant people to share the numbers. Uh, 100 to 500 was up there a little bit more, mm -hmm. uh, and then we have under 100, which was only four responses here and four responses here out of 40. So only 10% of of people are saying they're making under 100 bucks. So. People are making hundreds, if not thousands, of dollars on music income that are watching these channels, which is pretty encouraging, and uh, glad to hear. This I'm, is I'm, this is great, and I mean, you know, it's it's we have to consider that it's a small sample set. You know, uh, it, it, all things considered, it's, oh, sure. it's forty people is not that many, and these and the people that we've engaged here are um, obviously 
folks that are you know already well invested in in uh, in, in you know music licensing and uh, uh, and and production and all that. But uh, that that's still like fantastic news. And I was you know I and like you said, this is much better than the last time we put a poll out. And yeah. I can't remember how many responses we had last time, but uh, this is great. It's about the same. It was a little less, I think. It was maybe 60 or so. Now that we've yeah. got about 80. But if you look over here on the very first one I did, no one put nothing. Yeah. And now on the other, other one, uh, three people put nothing. But uh, three out of 80 is not bad that they didn't they didn't say nothing. Um, and, and then... Um, the second question was, what incomes did you see? In other words, what, where were you seeing that income? Now, mm -hmm. this is where, this is a little telling because it's overwhelmingly stock music in both right. polls. Right, right, right. The second poll, I included streaming income and I forgot to include that in the first poll. So it's a little, uh, it's a, that's a little weird uh, that because streaming income isn't in the first poll, but as you can, um, as you might see here, so, so 32 it, out of 40 yeah. in, uh, in this first poll were stock music licensing in the second poll, 21 out of 40 were made, made income in stock music licensing. So, and that's the, by far the biggest in either category mm -hmm. in the other, uh, the first poll content ID was the second biggest income. Wow. From that's interesting. People. Uh, other than stock music. And in the, th it was way down in the second poll. Um, again, it, I think there was a different kind of more reluctant audience for the second poll than the first poll. In other words, they may not have made as much or they may not have been, they said, hey, you don't want to see my income. I didn't barely make anything. So it, it's, um, you know, we've got the the people who, who made more probably in the first uh, poll. But still, stock music was the main thing that most of them are doing. Mm -hmm. PRO performance royalties came in basically second in uh, one poll and third in the other poll. So uh, it's either stock music or PRO performance royalties, which is funny because you don't get PRO performance royalties that much from stock. So um, I find that kind of interesting. Um, yeah, that is really interesting. In the, in the first poll, um, sync royalties were fourth. Uh, as far as what they made with 25% of the people who answered that. Now, these are also the people who said they made 20K or more uh, or, five, 10, or 5 to 10K. So yeah. uh, 10, 18 of the 40 people were making at least five grand a, uh, a year uh, with this kind of stuff. And so maybe they were more into sync because mm -hmm. it certainly shows up in this poll versus this poll where sync is quite down past even music gig income and other income and music production income, which I'm, I'm happy to see this number up, uh, music production income, because I, I think this is one of the things that I'm going to be pushing this year for people who are looking for music income. And they're like, I'm trying stock licensing, I'm trying sync licensing, but it's, it seems like it's forever until it's going to make me any income. And I'm trying to tell people, yes, maybe, maybe so. Same with content ID, same with PRO royalties. But right now you can make music production income right now you can make teaching income yeah and teaching income is way down uh in uh on any either of these yeah polls. no kidding it's Very really small. down there yeah sound exchange and other royalties are down here but uh music uh, gigs are hanging in there about fifth on this poll and about uh sixth on this poll so uh mm -hmm. people are still gigging which is a good thing yeah and then the next question is, click, uh, what are the stock music sources that made income? Wow, look at this. 
Yes. Yeah. So if you did stock music, which most people did, the majority of people made money from that. Pond five is the overall is the overwhelming winner in either poll. In this poll, it was 50 percent. In this poll, it was 72.5 percent. Wow. Pond five at the top by a by a wide margin. <laughs> by a wide margin. Absolutely. So uh, and then the second, which is also a little surprising, is Audio Jungle was the second income on both polls, also by a wide margin. Yeah, no kidding. Look at that. Uh, and, and again, a little shocking, but it might also be that these people in this poll, which has uh, the first poll, which had more people making 20,000 or 5,000, uh, they are maybe they're longtime Pond 5 and Audio Jungle people. Yeah, likely. You have to be to even be in it now because those of you who are just getting into stock know that you can't get into Audio Jungle since early last year. So, yeah. Uh, it's interesting to me that the people who are making lots are not making it in Motion Array necessarily, although Motion Array is third in the first poll by a big margin and fourth in the second poll. Mm -hmm. I find it interesting that in the second poll, which is the poll where people didn't make as much money, don't do stock music was number three in in in, in the stock music sources. Yeah, but, I saw that, yeah. Um, and then uh, in the first poll, identified is the number four uh, income. And this really kind of is what I'm seeing. Actually, these first five, surprising, uh, surprisingly. And then the big shocker, I think, is number five. In I was just going to say motion elements at number five. Motion elements. Yeah. I'm and uh, it's shocking. who would have thunk it? I never made a dime until the middle of last year on motion elements. And now they pay me almost every other month, uh, at least a, a few pennies or a few dollars. So from there on, we go uh, on one poll in this order. We go V-Fine Music, 100 Audio, Don't Do Stock Music, 123RF, Dreams Time, Gemendo, Song Trader, Deposit Photos, The Music Case, Audio Sparks. Everything is chosen here except for one. Um, Melody Loops is in there. Other Music Bay, Envato Elements is in there, and Yummy Sounds, but no one from that was on art list in that first one. And yeah, that's this... people made the most money, but no one was in art list in that first poll. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. There's someone in art list on the in the second poll here, though. That's yeah. it's way down the second there. Second poll, it goes <laughs> similar. The Chinese libraries are flipped, but one, two, three, four. Let me get these lined up here. One, two, three, four. Audio, uh, other audio sparks music bay art list then has out of forty, it has two selection so only two out of 40 yeah. out of two out of 80 uh responses are using are on art list yeah right so it's a it's certainly a more selective library and you it that's very telling from this poll so uh, nobody in dreams time melody loops and bottle elements or yummy sounds on this second mm -hmm. poll here mm -hmm. so the big news is uh stock market sources are pond five and audio jungle for most respondents and um, Motion Array is uh, a third, not a, and sometimes a distant third. And um, Identify um, is way down on this second list. So this shows you that the people on the second list who are making less money are are also not doing as much with content idea, doesn't seem. Yeah, we have a sure. question. For sure. All right, so the next one was, what styles did you make? And this pretty much, uh, is is pretty usual from last year corporate is is number one yeah it makes sense because most people are making money in pond five and audio jungle so it makes sense that corporate 
is the most that they made uh, or uh, that they made income from the most the style and then uh, all these are kind of mixed really uh, the first poll is corporate number one pop rock uh, following after that hip-hop and rap trailer and score and holiday there's really no rhyme or reason well i guess there kind of is there all these are mixed up electronic is way down on this one and the poll over here where people weren't making as much electronic is higher i don't know if that says anything hip-hop pop holiday and piano though both up here which i find interesting yeah they're in the same pretty much the same spot in both uh in both these polls they're in the fourth and fifth spot yeah. respectively and or or fifth and sixth spot respectively and i do both of those mm -hmm. um and a world music i mean th there this is way more varied because of of how people do things at the very bottom of these we see jazz um religious and is and, and uh, are usually at the bottom yeah uh, which is normal folk class folk and country at the bottom of the first one i mean this is really much kind of a representation of you know what is generally speaking the most popular genres and styles on on libraries so this makes a lot of sense to see this um yeah. sadly corporate uh, is, uh, is way up at the top <laughs> but uh i mean electronic is, is is also kind of vague too like it could be a lot of different things i don't know if that means like edm or if it means like uh you know it could be in a, it could be a lot of different things so um but hip-hop being third i i would have actually guessed that that could have been second but um yeah it's interesting to see the hip-hop is third on both but not surprising that it's in the top three pop rock in the top pop, pop rock beach. yeah so all right, and the next question is, will you spend more or less time specifically making music for royalty-free libraries in 2023? And this is also telling from both audiences. Um, it's either the majority is more or the same. The more gets the most answers. On one poll, it got uh, four, 19 out of 40, which is about 47.5%. Mm -hmm. And on the second poll, it had 45%. So people are either planning on spending more and then down a little bit is the same yeah. and less is the least in both of these you know um five percent in one twelve percent in another one yeah um, there's more people that aren't doing stock music that will than people who will do less stock music so um i think if you look at both of these you'll see that the um each each party um you know we're the last two questions have really been more about royalty-free licensing and and for sure uh, that's, this is the last question we're kind of about royalty-free but it leaks, looks like nobody's planning on changing much uh over the course of 2023 yeah as far as putting stuff except me apparently <laughs> and you maybe because you've only put one out yeah <laughs> so. All right, so this is pretty interesting this question do you register music with content id if so which service well um, one, th two different polls here, really, uh, on one side, we have identified getting 57.5% over half of what way over half of what, um, people are saying. And, um, this is the poll that people made the most money mm -hmm. as if we look at the, the numbers. And so maybe people who are getting more income are seeing more from identify. Uh, but as you can see, it's it's the overwhelming leader of, of anything else that people are making content ID income from. Right. Because DSP, like Spotify, uh, like if you're, um, I, I don't, I did not mean DSP. I meant uh, CD Baby, or if they are making it uh, content ID 
through their distributor, is what I should say, not DSP, but through their distributor, um, CD Baby or DistroKid or whatever, that is a distant third from either not re- and then the second poll the number one answer with 50 half of the poll does not use content id at all yeah right and they're also making the less than the other poll so that shows you that people who are making less may be not even registering with not even bothering with content id because it's not worth it to them and i think this goes back to our point with your content id versus mine lately that it's all about downloads so if you're not yeah. making a lot uh I think you can equate downloads and how much you're making with how much content ID you will make. It all goes together. And it should really, I guess. Yeah. And yeah, download volume for sure. Unless you get lucky and your video, one of your videos ends up on a, on a viral uh, thing where they didn't, where they're, you know, somehow magically not decided not to collect ad revenue. But still uh, um, not half, but maybe 30 or 40% are not registering with content ID. Yeah, a lot of people are not bothering, yeah, which is fine. All right, so my next question was uh, seven out of 10 questions. There's only 10 questions. Uh, Do you also produce music for sync licensing, television, film, et cetera? And uh, this answer was pretty split down the middle in both polls. Uh, I am trying to get into that now in both polls was exactly the same as no i haven't started down that road yet mm-hmm. so and Split. then the third both with only about 10 percent or 25 percent of each poll said yes it's actually my focus um and and then uh, almost no one said i have no interest in one sync one person has no interest one, in sync licensing like one person who, who are you <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, but um, it's it's pretty interesting that either they are trying to get into it or they haven't started down are the first two answers. I find that interesting. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I expected this to be way more. I expected this to be everybody to say, yes, that's my actual focus. And that's not the case. Only 10, um, you know, about a quarter of the people in each poll are saying, yes, that's my main goal. So, well, I think we it's clear, of- it's clear that in this survey, we have a lot of people focused on, on, uh, like the stock music market. Yep. yep. And, uh, yes. that's working for, for this, uh, for, for a lot of these people. So, I mean, it's not totally surprising to see that. Uh, it, it's working responses. for you. Yeah, um, yeah, exactly. So, you know, um, okay. So what are your music focuses for 2023? Now this is a little bit more um wow it's pretty interesting this is interesting Uh, in the first poll where people made more they're uh 75 percent are going to be stock music now this wasn't either or they could choose as many of these as they wanted to so it just shows you the majority of what uh people are doing because some of the same people who are doing stock might do sync might do just composing blah 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 Mm -hmm. but in the first poll uh stock music licensing is the clear uh, winner with 75% of the answers saying, well, I'm doing, I'm going to be focusing on stock music licensing in the second poll sync light music licensing with 77.5% was <laughs> the main focus. And these are people making less, uh, from, from their stock music, apparently. Sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. So the two are flip flopped in both polls Yeah. and there's a clear winner. Um, getting um my uh, in the first poll just composing more was the next answer just writing more which i think we all want to do yeah and it's uh getting music getting my music to 
to to Spotify and DSPs was fourth. Playing live was fifth. And music production for people is uh, sixth. Music teaching and sheet music sales, which I expect these two to be least popular music teaching and sheet music sales. Mm -hmm. And they were in both polls. Like I said, in the second poll, sync music was 77.5, what the focus of a lot of people, or at least what they want their focus to be in 2023. Stock music second, getting music to DSPs with 60%. So, um, you know, 60% over here and uh, only 32% over here. The people who are making more money are less interested in getting their money, their, their music to DSPs, which I think is pretty weird. But pretty uh, interesting that there's there's differences in these two polls, even though they went out to basically the kind of same people. Um, yeah. Then question yeah. nine, do you currently release your music to DSPs? And uh, overwhelmingly it was, yes, 65% in one poll and 67% in another poll. I'm not sure I understand how that is and how, um, and if it wasn't, yes, it, it was, you know, uh, no, but I plan to next uh, in 2023 so yeah uh, that's pretty people are, are are overwhelmingly focused on putting stuff out to dsps 65 percent or above are all uh, currently releasing stuff to dsps mm -hmm. now so mm -hmm. that's good i'm glad to hear that yeah that's encouraging yeah um and then uh i think this is the last question what what distributors do you use again a, not I don't know if this is shocking or not, but DistroKid is overwhelmingly the distributor of, of everybody in here. I, I don't think that's shocking. I think that makes sense. It's, uh, I mean, f whether you like DistroKid or not, they're just simply the most affordable. <laughs> I think that's a that's a Especially really if you're releasing, like a lot of people who are releasing music in stock are putting out a song at a time. Yeah, and yeah. They need to be able to, for no cost, keep putting songs out, you know, as they come up with them. Mm -hmm. So 64% in one poll and uh, almost 60% in the other poll. So, and the next closest one in one poll is CD Baby, but it's at 28%. And on the second poll, CD Baby's at 9%. So, um, yeah, TuneCore is down, way down the list in the second one. I've, I use TuneCore. I've been using it for a long time. I don't even know, like, why um, i think i used it way back when i put my first uh band's album out and i've been using it ever since but it's interesting and they've to see. changed their their, their they've, structure a they've little changed bit. it yeah they've changed it since which i don't know kind of bothers me i tried to put put something out through them the other day and it, it was it wasn't a very good experience but um yeah not not surprised to see distro distro kit up there it's just so easy to use and it's so affordable it's ruling um there are some other responses some people said um SoundCloud, Route Note. Oh wow, SoundCloud. Root Note, whatever that is. SoundDrop. Mm -hmm. um, Root Note is is I've heard a lot about that and a lot of people saying Root Note. Let's see if on the year other ones on this poll. Again, Root Note, The, the Orchard, Orchard yeah. Stars, Bandcamp, Root Note, SoundCloud. So interesting. Um, okay, yeah. Um, so those are uh, other other distributors, but not even close to what district what DistroKid is getting. Um, I don't think there are any other responses that I really need to go into, but I, I think that kind of shows you a little bit of what we're dealing with. Um, people these days, um, mm -hmm. they are into stock still. Stock is a big thing. I mean, you and I uh, talk about this a lot, and we probably both talked about it in our what we're going to be focusing on, although 
technically you're probably more involved in stock than I am because you, you you found success there with Motion Array and with Artlist, which is technically stock music, right? Still stock slash yeah, royalty free. You know whatever yeah. you want to call it. It's not it's not like proper sync licensing. You know what I mean? So. It would be um, very high-end stock I if, suppose, if you consider it as stock. But you, it's, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. I think we're starting to see that be a, a, a bridge towards Spotify sales and, and artist sales, and it's very based on being an artist. So I think that's why a lot of people aren't choosing that as as you know one of the things that they're into or going to be into for 2023. But um, you know, I think this goes along with. Um, the way that the majority of the people I talk to feel. Um, mm -hmm. I think stock music continues to be very popular for people because they can get paid next month. Absolutely. And, Absolutely. Uh, it's, it's, it's when people think about sync, they, they want, they love the idea that they could make more money and that they could get PRO checks. But even if you are successful at it, you're talking about only getting paid quarterly for the most part. And um, it's a it's a years long build, and yeah. I think I think that people that are getting into it understand that. Um, and and but I mean, and it can really pay off. Uh, yeah. I mean, you know, it's really the definition of truly passive income if you can build on these royalties and these shows just keep getting, uh, you know, um, a re repeated on networks and stuff. That's beautiful passive income. Um, I think that stock uh, is yeah, like you said, it's just it's an immediate payout if you can deliver you know, pretty strong material you can make money within a month and i think that's really appealing to people it certainly is to me um and uh i mean as much as i'd love to build my my sync repertoire I, I you know i'm in it for the long run and i'm i'm not expecting to get a paycheck anytime soon from uh from socan so uh but hopefully hopefully down the road <laughs> Well, I, I just want to thank everybody who put responses in. Again, if you were watching uh, or if you're listening on the podcast and you want to take a look at some of these numbers, you can go over to the YouTube channel and see these. Uh, it's possible maybe I can publish this somehow. I don't know. But um, I think the, the main goal was just to see how many people uh, made income, what people were making in income. And I think it's encouraging that one of the biggest news about this whole thing was that we saw more people than ever making considerable income, which is 20 grand or above. Uh, one poll was the biggest one was 20 K or more. The second poll was 10 to 20 K. That's so, fantastic. Um, That's very, very encouraging results. And I hope that we've been helpful in some way to people finding ways to make more music income. That's the whole point of this podcast and, and, uh, and, and the channel is to help people make music income, not uh, make nothing or spend money, but to make music income is mm -hmm. kind of the point. And so um, I hope that's been helpful for, to you. And if you are someone who is, uh, is, is, is looking to make music income, make sure to check out both of our channels. We All we talk about is our experiences making uh, music and then trying to make income from those places and, and trying to come up with ways to help you do that. So. That's Absolutely. about all I have, I think. Uh, what else? Any other thoughts or? Yeah, just to second that. I mean, I think you know, I'm hoping that the the people listening to this will will see this and and you know and and realize that there's it's not just us that are making you know twenty grand and above with uh, with our music incomes. There's lots of folks uh, out there doing it too. I think it's really encouraging. Um, and, and, and yeah, I mean, it's, it's just nice to see, obviously, like I said, this is a, you know, a small, 
um, a small sample set of people that are very engaged uh, in, in it. But I think, yeah, ultimately this is going to be really encouraging for people listening um, that are just trying to, you know, get into this whole game. So awesome. I, I, awesome I would love to see, yeah, I, I would love to see more people getting into things beyond licensing that listen to us. It would, I think that would be a good step for for the future. And, and I, I would encourage people to look at all the income streams. I know licensing is very attractive in the fact that you make it, you put it out. I was talking to, uh, uh, um, I think I'm saying his name right, Matthias, right? Um, Matthias, uh, who's in our communities. Yes. And very, very good composer. And But he has a day gig. And so, and it's, it, he's not quitting it. It's his, it's his life, you know, it's his career, but he does this on the side and just putting stuff to motion array and doing artlist originals is all that he has time for. There's no other time for any other thing. So he won't be getting to any other thing because that is, as he says, that is enough. Uh, and, uh, you know, he, he does very good work and uh, he's enjoying himself when he does it. Mm -hmm. And so I understand the attractiveness of licensing and or writing for briefs and or writing music that's going to be used in sync and just in getting some kind of passive income after that. We all want passive income. So I understand that. But if you are wanting income now, um, you know, even streaming is going to be a passive income. You, you've built that up and those payments come down the line from when you put them up there, right? Yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's all passive income. And, and that's probably what most musicians want is that money coming in, that mailbox money. And um, and going out and actually putting your time in to earn stuff is not as lucrative or is not as fun. But it can be more lucrative up front if you are just starting licensing, if you're just starting to put your stuff on Spotify. I, I uh, just think that, you know, like you said, it's it's an attractive income stream, but I think you'd be hard pressed to find, um, uh, you know, a lot of folk or uh, full time musicians or music producers that are just relying on like a singular income stream these days. Yeah. I just think it's just. I mean, everyone I've I've spoken to that that does music for a living is is relying on multiple income streams, and you know, it's not putting all their eggs into one basket. And I think it's really important to sort of consider that. And uh, yeah, we we saw in the survey results that there's a varied um, list of, of of you know of, of pursuits that people are, are are tackling. I mean, obviously the the stock music licensing and the sync licensing are are a focus for people, and that's totally fine. But I think um, you can't rely on these things, uh, you know, singularly, like uh, to, you know, to build a career. I think you really have to sort of spread yourself out just a little bit, um, not too much, but enough so that you can uh, weather the hard times uh, because you're, we're all going to have dry spells when the, the royalties aren't, uh, you know, aren't doing great for a while or, um, you know, uh, anything can happen in the stock music market as yeah. we've seen. It's just so volatile. So. Yeah. I think it feels like I have music. I have money coming in from different directions every single day. Mm -hmm. It just feels like there's a, Same. oh, I got a payment from this little royalty over here. I got a little payment from this over here. I got a content <laughs> ID payment. Yeah. I got a, um, a payment from YouTube. I got a payment from a client. I got a payment from school. Totally. Every, every day there's like different little incomes, but none of them are enough to like live on 100%, yeah. uh, or pay your mortgage with. So you have to like have all of these things and uh and 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 herd them all into paying the bills next month you know and so it's it's a challenge but it's also super fun and who doesn't want to make their all their music in, their all their income from music 
uh, pursuits. Everybody yep. does. And that's why we're talking about it. So, yeah. Amen. That's all I got, man. Good chat. Uh, uh, thanks everybody for listening. And I hope that this has helped you some to get some understanding of your fellow composers and uh, artists out there and producers. And we'll, we'll see you next week on this channel. And if you um, are listening and would like to watch, we also put this on YouTube every week on the same day, hopefully, that we uh, put it on the podcast. So thanks, everybody, for listening and being part of the channel. And I may even put a little poll in the, uh, in the Spotify to see uh, if, if you Spotify listeners, if you um, people listening to the podcast are, are making income and we'll see what happens with that too and you can watch the results there too so Excellent. thanks everybody yeah thanks guys uh, see you next week man. yeah see you next time guys bye see you later thank you so much for listening guys we really appreciate it just a reminder to check out makemusicincome.com and productionmusicacademy.com and you can find us both on youtube as well we both post regular content there you can find me at stevie b production music academy and eric's channel is called make music income We'd love to see you there. Feel free to like, share, and subscribe to our content. Also, feel free to join us in the Make Music Income Discord server. Lots of great conversation going on in there, and you can share your work and connect with other like-minded folks. It's a great community. So thanks again, and we'll see you in the next episode. Take care.